Thanks for listening to Lighthouse Baptist Church podcast. Lighthouse Baptist Church is an independent, fundamental Baptist church located in Pleasanton, California. This message was preached live in one of our regular church services. If you find this message a help, please feel free to subscribe. You can find out more about us at our website, lbceastbay.com. Now to the message. You'll have to excuse me. Um, from where we drove from, we were in San Francisco. It was like 66 degrees. And now it's 90 a lot. <laughs> so if you see me reaching for my water, it's, I'm, I'm sorry. I apologize now. Let me have my family stand up real fast. This is my wife, Brenda, my son, Andrew, Elizabeth, and Lily. And uh, we are your missionaries going to the country of Spain. Um, like your pastor said, we were here uh, back in March, or March, April of uh, 2019. And uh, we just had a, a fantastic time. And the Lord just gave us the opportunity as we came out again west. Uh, this is our first trip out since everything has been happening. Um, we left Arkansas about the second week of July, headed to Arizona. Uh, we were in Arizona for a little bit, Nevada, uh, southern Utah, and now in California. And so the uh, Lord's been blessing, putting us in the the right churches at the right time, and really has been taking care of our needs. It's been amazing watching God take care of the specifics. Um, you know, there's a lot of I don't knows out there. There really is. There's a lot of I don't know if the next town we get to, are we going to even be able to go into a store? Are we going to be able to go into a gas station? Are we, I mean, there's so much out there as we're traveling across this nation. But you know what? God is taking care of us. God is taking care of every step of the way. And so it's been amazing watching him take care of the needs that we've had. And so uh, just so blessed uh, by what God is doing for us and our family. And I thank you so much for your prayers. I thank you so much for your, your giving. Um, you know, let me tell you, um, we have not had not one church say, I'm sorry, Brother Wright, so we can't give you any money this month. We're just not able to do that. There's not been one. Amen. And so the Lord is faithful. The Lord is faithful. And he takes care of, of, of us, but he also takes care of you. Amen. And so uh, it has been a blessing. It's been, it's been amazing to watch God work out some details and take care of us in, in our times of need. Um, if you would, go in your Bibles tonight. Go to Jeremiah chapter 33. Jeremiah chapter 33. As you're turning there, I'll, I'll kind of give a introduction this is something um it's amazing how god works things out just last night during our devotion time um we had a, a question to each one of us of what we would like god to increase in our lives and uh some of us you know one of the children i think said actions there were some actions they want to do better for god for their actions or one was attitudes but mine was to have a stronger prayer life I want to have a stronger prayer life. And uh, as, as I look at this particular passage of Scripture, and God brought this to mind, um, one of the things is I, I like to think of uh, Jeremiah 33, 3. We know this verse. We've read this verse. We've heard the verse. Um, but I like to think of this as God's phone number. This is God's phone number. And uh, if you'll think back with me, for some of you, you remember what it used to be like. Okay? Um, I honestly, I remember party lines, okay? When you pick up the phone and, and somebody was already talking, okay? And kids, there was no cell phones back then, okay? Just letting you know. 
Okay, and I remember the rotary as we, you know, okay, I remember that. Um, and then it, and it shifted. Um, I remember having the, the long phone line the, attached to the, to the phone, and it stretched all the way across the living room because somebody wanted to sit down in the living room and talk on the phone, but they had to be attached. <laughs> so you're having to walk through, and you're dodging the, the, phone, the, the phone cord. I remember that. Um, I remember when the wonderful invention of wireless came out. Oh, goodness. We thought we were in hog heaven. I mean, the wireless phone, it was wonderful. You could pick up your phone and carry it around with you all over the house. It was great. Okay? And then um, the cell phone came out. And I thought I was just something else. I first got my little flip phone, you know, and uh, the kids today, they wouldn't know what to do with a flip phone. They wouldn't have a clue. Okay? Went from flip phone, and then obviously we're to the point now where we're carrying around computers in our pockets. Uh, your phone can do everything your computer could do way back when. Isn't it amazing? You know what's more amazing than all of that? Those are all the different ways the phone has come through the centuries, right? But I am so thankful that getting a hold of God has never changed. Never changed. We can always go to God. And I want to look at this particular verse, kind of break it down, and uh, just, you know, this is God's phone number. Jeremiah 33, 3. Call unto me, and I will answer thee, and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, I do love you, and I thank you for this opportunity you've given this, this evening, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you would just take care of the needs, Lord. Be with the folks that are here. Uh, be with those that are watching, Lord. Pray that they have come expecting something from you, Lord. It's, it's all about you. Uh, we want to have every focus on you. And Lord, pray that you would just take care of the needs this evening, Lord. Ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. And so, as you look at this particular passage of Scripture, um, as I look at this verse, I want to look at how we can reach out and talk to God. Um, a lot of times, when we talk about prayer... And, and I'm, I'm guilty as well. Um, prayer is, in our lives sometimes, prayer is, Lord, help me with my devotions today. And we move on. Uh, Lord, uh, bless this food to our bodies. And we move on. Lord, bless the, the lunch to our bodies. And we move on. And we're just quick. We just, we just, and we say, yeah, I pray four or five, six times a day. Do you? Do I mean, is that, are we considering that a prayer life? Um, you know, look at, look at this particular verse. Let's look at the first part. Call unto me. Look at Jeremiah 29. Look at Jeremiah 29, and starting in verse number 11. Jeremiah 29, starting in verse number 11. The Bible says, For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. Then shall ye call upon me, and ye shall go and pray unto me, and I will hearken unto you. And ye shall seek me and find me, when ye shall search for me with all your heart. See, there must be a time where you're actually going to God with, every, with everything, all your heart. You're actually seeking out. You want to hear from God. Okay, Nothing happens in your life until you actually call. Okay, it, you could, 
there are so many times where I would look at my wife and say, I need to give my mom a call. I need to give my mom a call. I need to call my mom. But nothing will actually happen until I pick up the phone and call her. See, Christian, we, we say, man, I need to pray about that. I need to pray about that. I need to pray about that. But nothing happens until you actually do it. Until you actually take the time and say, okay, Lord, this is your time. I'm praying about this. You know, and, and there's so many different things that God places in our life. And, and, you know, good intentions never produce anything. You can have good intentions about what, what I just, I want to pray for this, or I want to pray for that, and, and I got this person on my heart, and this. And you have all these good intentions. Even you have a list. But that list doesn't do you any good if the list just sits there, and you never pick it up and actually pray through your list. Look, I, I, as, as I'm walking in, there's a list, right? There's a prayer list. That prayer list is wonderful, but it doesn't do any good if you don't take it and actually pray for those names on the list. It doesn't do you any good. It, it'll, it'll always be there, and you'll say, yeah, I've got the list, but it doesn't. There, nothing happens until you actually make the call, until you actually go to God and, and start praying. You know, things change. When you are praying for someone about a specific thing, if, let's just say someone on a Sunday afternoon or a Sunday morning says, hey, on Tuesday I've got a test that's coming up, or on Thursday I've got an interview coming up, or something along those lines, and they said, hey, will you pray with me about that? And you take it upon yourself and you say, you know what, I'm going to pray with him about that. And you fervently pray and you pray for him Sunday and, and you pray for him Monday and you pray for him Tuesday. I guarantee on Wednesday, you're looking for that person and you want to know, hey, how'd it go? How did everything go? I've been, you're invested. You're praying for them. That's what it's all about, Christian, is you taking the time and investing in prayer. Investing in those around you. Investing in the time spent on making sure that you are doing everything you can to speak to God on others' behalf or on the behalf of, of the things that are going on in your life. You're going to go through struggles. You're going to go through trials. You're going to go through tribulations. Things are going to go difficult. They'll be difficult things. But you know what? God knows. God knows what's going on in your life. God knows what's happening. But he's just waiting on you to come to him. He's waiting on you. Hey, Lord, I just I want to come to you and I want to talk to you and I want to just get and, and, and know more about what you've got going on. Call unto me. Call unto me. Secondly, he says, I will answer thee. That word answer is to pay attention, to heed, to listen intently. Okay? He wants to hear from you. And he's listening. He wants to hear from you. How many times have you uh, called a family member and they were like, man, I, I wish you wouldn't have called me today. <laughs> I mean, if, 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 that's the, if that's the deal, there's a different problem, okay? I, I, I can't help you with that one. But if you're calling a family member, they're, they're excited about you calling, especially someone you haven't spoke to in a while. Christian, how long has it been? How long has it been since you had a great conversation with God? And, and I, I understand there's a lot of times where we go to God and we've got our list of things. God, I need this, I need this, I need this. When's the last time you went to God and said, God, I really don't need anything. I just want to talk to you. I just want to have a conversation. I want to tell you that I love you. 
I want to tell you that, that, that things are going great. That you're blessing me. And I just want to tell you thank you. When's the last time, Christian, that we did that? He wants to hear from you and he wants to listen. But here's the thing. One-sided calls are not helpful. They don't help you any. Um, you know, God doesn't speak to us audibly. We get that. But he does speak to us. You have his words right here. You are, it is your responsibility to, to get in the book. It's your responsibility to, to, when you're praying, and if you're asking God for an answer to whatever's going on in your life, it's your responsibility to get in that book and find out what the answer is. Because he's got it for you. I mean, it's not going to be... <laughs> Sometimes we think that you know, God's going to lay it out specifically, don't buy this car. <laughs> you know? But it's not like that. But he's going to answer you. But it's for you to search it out. It's for you to take the time to learn more about what he has for you. Let me read these verses for you here. Isaiah 58. And I'm going to read verses 9 through 11. The Bible says, Then shalt thou call, and the Lord shall answer. Thou shalt cry, and he shall say, Here I am. If thou take away from the midst of thee the yoke, the putting forth of the finger, and speaking vanity, if, and if thou draw out thy soul to the hungry, and satisfy the afflicted soul, then shall thy light rise in obscurity, and thy darkness be as the noonday. And the Lord shall guide thee continually, and satisfy thy soul, and draw it, and make fat thy bones, and, thy, and thou shalt be like a watered garden, and like a spring of water, whose waters fail not. Look. It, all it is, is it's you going to God and He's going to give you an answer. The problem is sometimes we don't like the answer. We don't like a no. You know, we're little kids sometimes. Why not, God? I, I, I don't understand. If God tells you no, it's not time to get out the pry bar and try to open the door anyway. If God tells you no, that's it. No. Okay? Move on. Look for a different door. <laughs> Sometimes God tells us yes, and we love those times. Those are wonderful. But the worst one for me is the wait. God says, wait. I have something for you, but you must wait. You know, we've been praying for my father-in-law. I, I, I may have mentioned this the last time we were here. My father-in-law, Robert Smith. We've been praying for him, praying for him, praying for him. He needs to get saved. He needs to get saved. And, and we just, we continually pray for him. And I want the answer to be yes. I want it now. I, I want to see him get saved. I, we want to see him get saved, get into a good church, so that we know he's getting fed before we even go to Spain. That's, what we, that's our prayer. But we've been praying for him now for almost 19 years. From all the way at the beginning when he was like, I don't want to hear what you have to say. Don't talk to me about that. And just boom, shut the door. To now, man, I'm really proud of you guys. You know, you guys are doing something. It's, 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 it's really cool what you guys are doing. Can you explain to me why a missionary? Why, why does God have that? You know, why is, why is that in your life? You know, that was an awesome conversation to have with my father-in-law. To be able to explain to him what God is doing in my life and how he changed my direction and, and took me from where I was to where I am now. That's, that was awesome. That's prayer. You know, and it may not look like a lot, but that was a lot <laughs> to get to him to a point where we can sit down and have an actual conversation about God. 
Sometimes God just says, Take, keep praying. Keep praying. Be faithful. Pray, pray, pray. He will answer you. Number three, He will show thee great and mighty things. He will show thee great and mighty things. Now, this particular, uh, these particular verses, Luke chapter 1, uh, starting in verse number 46. Now, listen, this is, this is the time where Mary meets Elizabeth. And uh, I just want you, to, I want you to hear this, and I'm going to explain where I'm going with this. And Mary said, My soul doth magnify the Lord, my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowest state of his handmaiden. For, for behold, from henceforth all generations shall, shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath done to me great things. And holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him from generation to generation. He hath showed strength with his arm. He hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seats and exalted them of low degree. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He hath hope in his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy, as he spake to our fathers, to Abraham and to his seed forever. Show thee great and mighty things. Look, the Lord, he wants to encourage you. He wants to clear the way. He wants to open your mind. It's amazing to me how much faith Mary had and all she had was the exact same thing we have, the Word of God. She had the Word of God. that the, the, the baby she carried was the Savior of the world. She had the Word of God. She was faithful. She said, I believe it, and this is what I believe. Isn't it amazing how we have the same opportunity? We know it. You read this book, you know it. You know that, that, that our Savior is Jesus Christ. You know that our only way we can get to heaven is through Jesus Christ. That's it. There is no other way. There's not a, a different way. There's not this. There's not that. You know, when I was a kid, I got baptized. Never got saved, but I got baptized. And I thought, well, that's it. I got it settled. And I lived my life thinking, well, that was I had it all taken care of. Now, nothing changed. Rotten kid. <laughs> I was a rotten teenager, and then I got married and, and had two children, and, and, and I wasn't the type of person that you know went out and partied and all that stuff. That None of that made any sense to me from a, from a, a, a standpoint of I, I just couldn't see why people did that. But I didn't do that, but what I did was work, 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 work. I was a workaholic. But God changed things in my life when I got saved. I got saved at 28 years old. And then God, that's, that's when things changed in my life. There was an absolute change in my life of I was living my life for myself, trying to climb that corporate ladder as high as I could get to let's just see what God has for us. Let's, let me put God first in my life. Let me, let me do the right thing for once. You know, let me, let me make sure that I'm... I, I, my, Children will be proud of what I'm accomplishing and not, you know, I stepped on everybody to try to get to where I needed to be. Look, there was a difference. That God was, he showed himself extremely mighty, great and mighty in my life. Look, he wants to encourage you. He wants to clear the way. He wants to open your mind. But you can serve him today. You can serve him today with many different facets. Look, 
you're outside right now, and you're like, man, I'm sitting outside, and, you know, listen to this guy rant and rave out there preaching, and it's hot, and, you know, but you know what? God has something for you. Are you looking for ways to serve Him? Are you trying to see where can I do something for God? You know, and it may be a track ministry. It may be a, a mailing ministry. It may, whatever it may be in your life, God has something for you to do for Him. But it's for you to choose. It's for you to make the choice. It's for you to step out and say, God, I'll do it. I'll, I'll serve you in, in this respect, in this avenue, whatever it may be. And, and, and you, it, it's amazing to me, okay, that God can use anybody. Anybody. It doesn't matter what kind of education you have. It doesn't matter what background you have. It doesn't matter where you're from, where you were from. It doesn't matter any of those things. All God wants to hear from you is, I'll do it. I'll serve you. I make the choice that I'm going to serve you. And, and then from there, He can point you in whatever direction he, he wants you to go. And it's for you to just to say, okay, God, I'll go that way. Yep, I'll go that way. I'll go that direction. Why? Because He is great and mighty, and He wants to show you some great and mighty things. And the last part of the verse, which thou knowest not. Proverbs 27, 1 says, Boast not thyself tomorrow, for thou knowest not what a day may bring forth. You know, you really don't know what's coming up. You don't know what's next. You don't know what's around the corner. You don't know what's happening, what's going to happen in your life in the next 20 minutes, in the next two years, in the next 10 years. You just don't know. But what you can know is if God's in control, if you have put God on the top shelf, God is it. God is your direction. God, and and you, you keep your eyes on Jesus. You know, we, we know of, of Peter walking on the water, and the problems happened when he started looking around at the water. Oh my goodness, what is happening out here? I'm walking on water, but there is waves and crashing, and then he started sinking. Why? Because he took his eyes off Christ. Well, things will start to get a little weird and, and, and changes happen when you start taking your eyes off Christ. See, if you'll keep your mind, keep your eyes, keep your focus on the one, and I'm telling you, God will take care of some, some little difficulties that may happen. Are we going to go through some tough times? Of course. Of course we are. Um, we call that a little fire. A little fire to uh, 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 get that, uh, oh, the Bible talks about the, the silver. As he heated up the silver, the dross comes to the top. You clean off the, the, the impurities. Well, there's a little fire in your life sometimes because, you know, you're, you're not listening. <laughs> you know, God's trying to give you the information you need. When you come to church and you're listening to the preacher and the, and the preacher preaches on a subject and you said, okay, and then the next Sunday, he preaches on another subject, and you're thinking, wow, he's preaching the same thing. And then the next Sunday, he preaches something completely different, and you said, man, three times in a row, he preaches the same thing. Okay, Christian, you're not getting it. <laughs> That's God saying there's something in your life you need to change. There's something going on in your life. And that's the Holy Spirit just knocking on that heart's door saying, hey, I'm trying to help you. And sometimes we're stubborn, and we don't want to listen, and, and God's got to 
allow a little... I, the scariest part in my life is I never want God to lift His hand off of my life. I don't want that. I don't want God to lift His hand off my life. Because then it's all about me. And, and I'm, I'm the one in charge. Oh, me. I don't ever want to be in charge. <laughs> I want Him in charge. He knows what's coming up. He knows what's around the corner. Look, we just need to understand that all these different things, call unto me, I will answer thee, show thee great and mighty things, which thou knowest not. Knowledge is power, but understanding takes patience. You know, you have... And, and I, I'm not trying to be disrespectful. You have God's phone number. Jeremiah 33.3 3. Through the many years that I've been in church, whenever I heard that verse, that, that's the first thing that popped in my head. Call unto me. I'm going to call God. Jeremiah 33.3, 3, His phone number. When's the last time you called unto God? When's the last time, Christian, that you've decided, I'm just going to go to God and, and I'm just going to just really lay it all out there? You know, He knows everything about your life. But He would love to hear from you. He would love to for you to go to Him and say, Lord, here's what's happening. These are the things I need. These are, these are the people in my life that, that have asked for prayer. And, and, then, and then, God, you've just been so good to me. You've just taken care of my needs. You've, all the things you've done for me. Lord, just I praise you and I, and I thank you for taking care of my needs. When's the last time, Christian, that we've just taken the time and said, God, let me just take some time and, and speak to you. The quick prayers... I mean, you're still praying. Praise the Lord for that. But there's going, to be, there's going to be a time in your life where you're going to have to get a hold of God. And Christian, there's times in our lives where we, we just don't know. I know there, in my life, let me just say me. In my life, there's times where I just didn't know how. Prayer was the hardest thing. When I first got, when I first got saved, prayer was actually the hardest thing for me to understand. You mean all I have to do is just talk to him and he understands and he listens to me? That's it? Yeah. That's it. It really is that simple. But boy, is it hard sometimes. It's so hard. And I don't, I don't understand why that is. He wants to hear from you. He is expecting to hear from you. You're his child. Who, who, what father, what, what mother wouldn't want to hear from their child? He wants to hear from you. Christian, take the time. Get to know God, but pray. Pray, pray, pray. Amen. Pastor. Thanks again for listening to Lighthouse Baptist Church Podcast. Find out more about us at our website, lbceastbay.com. I hope you can visit again real soon.